missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app. Do you want to be depressed, Shaw? No. Right no, early no, on. I don't. A, Thank you. It's Monday. A, it's depressing. On a cloudy, dark Monday morning, you want to be nice and depressed? You want to feel like you haven't done anything with your life? Great. Gene? No. You sure? I'm really, really sure about that one. <laughs> really sure. Come on. <laughs> I know you guys want to feel depressed. Okay. Is this how much it costs to raise kids or something? <laughs> no. Because I no. already know that. No, All but, of the dollars. No, but it is, uh, it is of course, money related. It always is. The uh, tax thing? Nope. Okay. Nope. There is a website out there. Uh, it's hard to... It's hard to give the website out over the the web uh, the uh, the air Shaw. Little wordy, long. Well, because it's I don't know. It's selectcarleasing.co.uk/slash/elon-musk-earnings. Nope. Okay, I'm out. Uh, as you can see, it's not uh, yeah, <laughs> not word friendly there. But uh, somebody came up with an online calculator where you enter your <laughs> salary. Your annual salary, and then you see how long it takes Elon Musk to make that just oh. existing as ah, who he is. That's fun. I mean, it is sad and depressing, but I'm, oh, it's very uh, depressing. Yeah. Uh, so you plug in your salary to this calculator, Shaw, to find out just how ridiculously more wealthy this man mm-hmm. is than you are. Uh, for instance, the average U.S. salary. Do you, do you know what that is, by I the way? Know, Fifty grand. Yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty much. Fifty-one thousand four hundred eighty dollars is the average U.S. salary. Okay. So you plug that into the calculator, and you'll discover that Elon Musk makes that much cash in oh, no. two minutes and 15 Jeez. seconds. Every less two time, minutes and 15 seconds. Less time than it takes to poop, he makes your annual salary shot. Great. Let's say you're doing a little bit better, all right? Let's say you're living uh, in a neighborhood like mine, okay? Because your wife makes better money. <laughs> and you've got an annual salary of about $100,000, Shaw. Well, Elon Musk uh, only needs to exist for four minutes and 23 seconds to earn that much, Shaw. So not surprising. Just about double. Uh, did you make a million dollars last year like Dick Record probably did? I did not. No. Uh, well, Elon Musk did. And uh, did. it just takes him 43 minutes and 48 seconds to make a million dollars, Shaw. Boom. Less than an hour to make oh a million. By the if time that, the show's over, he'll be $3 million richer. By the way, if that's not depressing enough when you go to this website... Uh, there's also a ticker that shows you how much Elon is earning in real time while you're using the website. So, and the amount of time it takes you to put your stupid piddly little salary in there and find out how it compares to Elon Musk's, it tells you, oh, by the way, he also earned X amount of dollars in the time it took you to, <laughs> to figure that out, you big dummy. Yeah, the website says the Tesla CEO's wealth is no secret, but exactly how fast does his money stack in real terms? Breaking his yearly earnings down to the second, see how he compares to other high earners and find out how long it'd take him to earn your salary. For most of us, Shaw, oh, according to the average American salary, it's, minutes. it's minutes. less than an hour. Less than three minutes. Two minutes yeah. and 15 seconds to earn 51 grand and some change. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah, welcome to Monday. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm just trying to help, Shaw. That's what I do around here. He's a helper. I am. I know. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. 
Maybe this will refresh your memory. Since 2008, the morning sickness with Brian, Gene, and Shaw have been your wake-up specialists. Like old times, huh? Now it's time to take a look back. Go way back. It's the Monday morning throwback. Every Monday morning from the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston. Gotta get... Back in time with the Monday morning throwback here on the Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Brought to you by the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston. The best little sub shop you've never heard of, Shaw. Which can't be the truth anymore, That's right? That's true. We've been talking about this thing for a while. The Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop. Meatball Monday, Shaw. You know what would be good on a chilly, cloudy, uh, dreary, yeah. bleak Monday morning? How about a meatball sub? Would be a meatball sub. Mm-hmm. Maybe some soup as well. They got breakfast sandwiches. They got regular sandwiches. They got hot soups. They've got uh, some side dishes there, like potato salad and whatnot in the cooler. They've got those cheesecakes. Oh. <laughs> Taking you way back to, I think this was 2014, Shaw. And there was a very funny video at the time of an Italian gentleman trying to pronounce Worcestershire <laughs> sauce. Nobody can say that word. Nobody can. And uh, because of that, we started talking about words that are hard to pronounce. And uh, that is our Monday morning throwback. Granted, if you go to a city that you've never been to and you see town names, you might get it wrong. When I first moved here, I was saying Faze. Hey, go up to Faze Restaurant. And people are like, hey, idiot, it's Faze's. Right. And I'm like. Well, that's because you didn't know. Not I thought it was a lousy boulevard when I first moved to town. (laughs) (laughs) I had to ask the guy quick. Can you tell me where Lousy Boulevard is? Lousy, Shaw. (laughs) Yep. I got it right eventually. I think that's what the lady says on the uh, EAS uh, thing when it breaks in. Oh. She's like, avoid Lousy Boulevard. <laughs> Windows. But uh, words that are hard to pronounce. The video, by the way, of the Italian guy trying to say Worcestershire, along with the rest of our conversation about words that are hard to pronounce, online, go to the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com or on the 957therock app. The Monday Morning Throwback, brought to you by the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop and uh, a Reddit Community came up with a list of the 10 most difficult English words to pronounce, Shaw. Okay. Worcestershire makes the list. How would you how do you say it? I try not to. I say Worcestershire. Worcestershire? Yeah. I I say it wrong purposefully every time. Worcestershire sauce. (laughs) That was, uh, by the way, that word was in our previous conversation, which you can hear again on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. Choir. Really? C-H-O-I-R, choir. That's a strange-looking word, but it's fairly well, easy to pronounce. You're like, choir? <laughs> right? <laughs> if you're new to the English language, sure. But, uh, but yeah, well, you, you hear choir, and you're like, oh, Q-U, right? Mm-hmm. Choir. But no, it's uh, obviously not spelled that way. Squirrel? I got that one down, I think. Squirrel? I'm not too worried about that one. Uh, it's, it's. Isthmus, isthmus, uh, yeah. isthmus, yes. That, like, so that's like a it's like, like an island, right? Mm-hmm. An isthmus, uh, the peninsula. There we go. All right, I got it. Right? Isn't that the same thing? A peninsula is an isthmus surrounded on water by water on three sides. I s t h m u s. Why does that word even exist? It's the name of a newspaper in Madison Zoo. The isthmus. I think it's isthmus, right? That's how you spell Sixth. Again, getting that X with the S and then the TH after it is very difficult. Sixth is difficult, according to the Reddit community. Ten most difficult words to uh, pronounce in the English language. Penguin? I don't... People have trouble with penguin? That seems strange. Boy, those people, they, they've got a lot of How others. How do they get out of bed? Mean. Yeah. Colonel. Colonel. C-O-L-O-N-E-L. Colonel. <laughs> right? Mm. Rural is on the list. 
Well, that's like get any of those. <laughs> lot, yeah, lots <laughs> of <laughs> vowels. Like and you then, see my uh, uh, odor hynolaryngologist. Oh, oh sure. yeah, ear, nose, one. and throat person. The en the ENT guy, yeah, right? The right. ear, nose, and throat guy. Odorologist, gologist. Close enough. Laryn, lar- if, if, if so, if you start with the L, you're like laryngologist or laryngologist. Or laryn- is the G hard? Is it s- soft? And then the first part just is a mess. <laughs> but uh, there you go. Some more uh, difficult words to pronounce in the English language. But yeah, when I first moved here, Shaw, I was saying, go up to Faze <laughs> on 4th Street. And somebody, like food. somebody called me and like, hey, you idiot, it's Fazies. I'm like, I don't know. I just moved here like a minute ago. Give me a break. All right. Let me get my, my surroundings around, you know, figure things out. At least I wasn't saying lousy boulevard. Right. <laughs> That's good, though. Worcestershire, though, I think is one that we can all agree is, yeah. is I hate that brutal. word. Brutal. Had some yesterday in my Bloody Mary. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. <laughs> no, really. Just talked to Gene about her Thanksgiving plans. Mm-hmm. I won't say what they are, just in case. But uh, she's got big plans, Shaw. Shaw, how about you? Uh, we're... It's going to be a relatively small gathering. Uh, two of our kids will be here. And so you're hosting? We're hosting, yes. What kind of weird-ass meat are you making? Uh, uh, turkey. We have a big old 16-pound bird in the freezer. Remember a You've couple got... weeks ago he said he already yeah, was I, I didn't know frozen. if he was saving that for New Year's. Oh, or no. for That's for turkey. That's Valentine's for Day or whatever kind of. He, he, You know how he is. He does One this. year I made ham at Thanksgiving, and you won't let it go. He never lets anything go. That's Haven't true. you met, Good Brian? Point. But you're doing uh, a 16-pound bird for four people. Yeah, we and- didn't. We thought there was going to be more of us. <laughs> what are you going to do with the 14? I have pounds no idea. Turkey, I don't know. <laughs> turkey tetrazzini, turkey, yeah, and whatever. Freezes well. And gallons and gallons of turkey soup. Right. Gone. Oh, Probably. gone. Everybody upstairs, get. Why did you do it? I'm sorry. Christmas. I got to hold off on that one. That one's. <laughs> that's the next one. Uh, we're going to uh, my wife's uh, cousin's house, as we have uh, for a number of years, except for last year. Uh, looking forward to it. Very excited, Shaw. I got to make the bacon deviled eggs. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife's cousin's macaroni and cheese in a crock pot. I, I start to daydream about that <laughs> about a week before. That's by far one of my favorite side dishes. But uh, a recent survey, this is kind of interesting because I had a little, I had a little uh, issue this past weekend, Shaw, with a friend of mine, longtime friend, um, about the vaccine. And uh, it was interesting that yesterday I saw this survey uh, and it sort of fit in with what I dealt with over the weekend. Uh Um, A new survey took a look at uh, whether or not families are going to ban relatives from attending Thanksgiving if they did not have the vaccine. Uh, And uh, according to the results, two out of three people feel they cannot go home for the holidays without getting vaccinated first. That doesn't necessarily mean that. Uh, they're banned. It's their feelings about mm-hmm. going sure. home. That uh, of the 65% who are fully vaccinated, nearly 6 in 10, which is about 58%, have reportedly cut off family members who refuse to get the vaccine. That just seems crazy to me that you'd cut off your family because of that. Uh, 63% don't feel comfortable inviting unvaccinated relatives to their parties. Um, according to our survey on our morning sickness page at 957therock.com, um, whether or not you're banning unvaccinated relatives from Thanksgiving, 77% of people right now say no, mm. 11% say yes, and another 11% are undecided. Some of the comments we got, uh, this one is actually pretty funny from Bill. He says, I don't get it. Differing opinions is what makes the world go round. Things have just got out of hand. Just imagine how miserable we'd all be if we were all Pats fans. <laughs> oh, nice. Hey, they're playing good ball right a little now. little shot across my bow there. Ouch. 
Um, Mark says if I ban them, it won't be because of a vaccine. <laughs> there's plenty of other, other issues with you people. Yeah, boy, there's a lot of real more deep-seated, uh, you know, distrust. And, I, and, I feel uh, that. But um, somebody says, I don't care if you're vaccinated or not. Everybody is welcome to vaccine. Yeah, and yada, yada, yada. And you can read more about this uh, if you want. It's on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. Uh, it's shared on our Facebook page this morning as well. You can vote and uh, let us know how you feel. But uh, whether or not you would ban your relatives from coming to your house for Thanksgiving because of a vaccine issue uh, or a disagreement about the vaccine. Feel free to answer that question. Again, on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com or on our app. You're listening to the best of the Morning Sickness. More, more, more. Karen. 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 You what? Why did you do that? Why did you do that, Karen? Alarming, but disarming, and a really very charming modern girl. Karen. Oh, Sean. <laughs> Those Karens are out there. Can't stop, won't stop. They've got problems, and you're going to find out yeah. all about it, Shaw. They want to share them with everybody. Usually in a very loud, obnoxious manner in front of everyone so that everybody knows how upset Karen is. I don't know if you watch Yellowstone. Oh, probably don't. I, I don't haven't yet, I but I'm being told I should. Me too. Oh, you have to. But Me too. Uh, I don't want to give any real spoilers away. But uh, the episode on Sunday, there was a great Karen moment. Okay. Between Beth and some lady in a store who started yelling child abuse at Beth, huh. and Beth told her what time it was. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. Beth might be my favorite new TV character of all time. Needless to say, this Karen is not upset about masks. She is not upset about the vaccine. She is instead, Shaw, upset about a play. A play. A a Shakespearean play. Mm, Okay. This has been making the rounds now. This woman going on an epic rant that delayed the start of a play by 30 minutes last Friday in Minneapolis. Huh. She stood up in the aisle and seemed to yell at every random thought in her head. Great. At the start of it, you can hear her say that everyone should get out of her country. That's a nice start. And I think the problem is she felt that the performances were not up to her expectations. She says they're all mocking Shakespeare while watching an English play in the round, among some other things. She wouldn't leave. Security didn't want to touch her because she seemed kind of out there and loving it, Jerry. Uh, so they had to wait until the cops showed up about 30 minutes later. Oh, no. Can you imagine the cop? Really? We got to come to the playhouse and take this Karen out of here? Really? All right. We'll be there in a half hour. Sorry. But here it is. The Karen at the uh, at the theater last Friday in Minneapolis. Get out of my country! Oh, my God. Oh my God. Whoa. You can hear her Whoa. say, You don't know who Macbeth is, and then she just yells Macbeth at the top of her lungs. Huh. I wonder if she's like one of those performance artist people. Remember the lady in the bookstore years ago? 
the video, the viral video, the lady in the bookstore, and we found out later that she was just doing it. Like, she wasn't that yes. annoying oh, and Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She was doing it as a but joke. But she was doing it as sort of a joke and a vi- a, an attempt to go viral, which worked. You know, sort of a social experiment kind of thing. I don't know, Shaw. I always wonder that with these people. Like, are they just doing it to get the or views? Or are they just off their rails? A or are they bit. just completely off the rails? Yeah. Because, like, you got to really have some problems to get set off like that <laughs> at a at a play. It doesn't take much for some people. But some people just working on that last nerve. I'd be upset if I paid good money to go see a play and I had to listen to that for half an hour. Yeah, much like airplanes, I feel like we should have the right to duct tape these people to a seat mm-hmm. until the cops show up. Like, okay, well, sorry, lady, you don't get to participate. Time out for you, right? Obviously, you didn't get enough timeouts when you were a right? child. You got too many trophies and ribbons. And now you think the world revolves around you, which it doesn't. But uh, there you go, Shaw. Karen's can't Oof. stop, won't yeah. stop. Oof. Get out of my country. Karen with a capital K there. Big time. Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Joining us on the phone right now is our buddy Phil from Wayland. How are you, man? Hey, man. I'm good. How are you? Did we get you out of bed? No, I've been up for quite a while, actually. Wow. Good morning, Phil. Are you, are you working or working out? Or are you having uh, breakfast? Breakfast. What are you doing? I'm, drink- I'm drinking coffee. And playing guitar, taking constant breaks to walk over and pet my dog. And then I sit down and play again. That makes sense. That makes sense. Sounds yeah. like a good start to the day. We're working on a bunch of new songs. And so we all get together in the afternoons and we jam. And then it's just really important to kind of do your homework and get to know them in between. Well, yeah, you don't so want to show up on stage somewhere and not remember your song, your own songs. No, that would be horrible. No, I mean, just like as we're writing them, you kind of have to... As we're jamming the songs, getting them together, we have to kind of do our own homework. And um, Yeah, I like to be high on coffee for that process. Yeah, it sounds like. <laughs> what kind of dog is your dog? Uh, you know, he is a rescue that we got in the desert about a year ago. His name's Charlie, and he was listed on the, on the website as a bucket of parts. So he's a mutt. Yeah, he's, he looks crazy. I mean, he's, he's very short. Um, but he's like a big dog, but super short. You're, okay. You know, it's like I thought maybe he was part wiener dog, but we did the um, the ancestry test, and he is a a Chihuahua, a Yorkie, and a Staffordshire Terrier. Wow, he really is a mutt. Which I think is very it's very close to a pit bull, is the Staffordshire thing. Have you come up with some sort of weird nickname for his ancestry there? Like some people call him Chihuahuas, you know, like when you have a Chihuahua and a wiener dog together. Oh yeah, no, we really haven't haven't gone down that far. No, well, we need to come up with something though. He deserves an identity. And his name is his name is Charlie. Charlie. His his full name is what is it? It's Good Times Charlie Boy the Desert Dog Valinsky. Yeah, wow. I knew there was more to Jeez. it. I knew there was more to yeah. it. Yeah, nicely, Jeez. nicely. Well, is he on the road with you then when you guys are traveling, or does he stay put? You know, that is our goal. We want to take him with us. He's got some. Some behavioral issues. He he wants to protect myself and Alyssa. Okay. And, well, everyone in the house really. But it's like he barks at people when they yeah. come over. Yeah. And we're we're working with him like crazy to to get through that because we do want to have him on the bus. I just don't want him to like. Well, it's tough kill when you, anybody when you to do walk VIP on. stuff. Yeah, on your bus and you invite some fans and and some friends on there. You don't want to have an incident, obviously. So. But, uh, it but the is, thing is, if he just would know that everybody wants to be his friend, he could relax and have so many more friends than he has now. I always tell people, bring treats wherever you go, dog treats, because you never know when you're going to find a dog, and it's always good to give a dog a treat. 
You tell people that? Oh, yeah. I bring you, treats. I bring dog treats with me wherever I go. I got them in my backpack just in case I encounter you, a dog. You do? Hell, yeah, dude. I love dogs. and They deserve a treat every time I see one. Here you go, little doggie. <laughs> Wow, you are a very prepared human when you leave the house. I try to be. I'd have OCD really bad. So uh, I can but, hardly like remember my own wallet and phone and keys, and oh, my own you, accessories, and, let alone and, dog treats. And yet here we are, friends. Years later, it's amazing because hey. I yeah. Phil from Whalen on the phone with us, and uh, big announcement this morning. We have uh, you guys returning to the area, and uh, actually in Lacrosse's time instead of in Caledonia, you guys are going to be in town. It is a holiday show. It's our 95.7 The Rock holiday soiree with Wayland, a, uh, a storytellers-esque kind of show. If you remember VH1, obviously, storytellers, the bands would sort of interact with the fans and tell the stories behind the songs, in between the songs. Uh, it obviously is going to have a holiday theme as well. And it's Thursday, December 16th at a place called The Main, which is an event space on Main Street. And it's a really cool uh, you know, new venue for us, and we're very excited to be there. Is this right downtown Lacrosse? It is right downtown Lacrosse. I love downtown Lacrosse. Yeah, that's awesome. All the coffee shops and bars and restaurants and places you like to visit, uh, right downtown Lacrosse on a Thursday night. We're going to have Cheech opening the show for you. He's a local uh, music legend in this area. Um, he's been in really. Uh, oh yeah, he's legendary around here. Everybody knows. He's got Cheech. twenty-seven bands. I'll tell you that's what, how many bands he's been in. Beyond 20... that, ready for this? He's got a Scooby-Doo mystery machine that's van, true. like a legitimate mystery machine van. Hashtag truth. Wow. Yeah. Well, it's an honor to have him on the show. Yeah. I had no idea this was happening. Yeah, so he's going to be playing. We're going to have a nice evening on Thursday night. We're going to have a pizza buffet from Big Al's, a nice restaurant downtown. You guys still eat pizza, right? Great pizza. Pizza is my favorite food. I will never again not eat pizza. I'm sorry for that time that I went through. Yeah, well, it's all right. We forgive you. But we're going to have a pizza buffet, and then you guys are going to play a special storyteller's acoustic set at this new event uh, space downtown Lacrosse, We're excited to have you back and do this special kind of a holiday evening. Brian might even have presents in his big bag. I don't know. I can't promise that. But <laughs> well, I might- we know I love dog treats. <laughs> well, I might join you on stage, sing some holiday classics. Who knows? You know, things could get out of control. Okay, now. You know, right. I think we should maybe, Brian, why don't we should work up a, a Christmas song together? Or I, a holiday song. I, I agree. Me. I agree. I don't know if there's a way to Christmas-size Vanilla Ice is Ice Ice Baby because I'm really good at that one. I don't think um, Sugar okay. Plums doesn't fit in there <laughs> I feel like it's, I a, it's a natural connection with, with ice and the holiday season. Yeah, it seems like there's it something works. something there. It seems like it works, but we're very excited to have you guys back in town. Tickets on sale at RadioStuffStore.com. It's 40 bucks. Uh, limited show. There's only, I think, like 100 tickets available. It includes your food, includes the show, and, uh, of course, some gifts and some other surprises. Special time with you guys, too. I'm assuming you'll hang out at the merch booth and sign stuff and say hi to all your friends that you have in lacrosse. We are so excited to be up there and see everybody. Ever since we started going back out, everything's opened up. Like, every night has just been a reunion party, you know, after not seeing everyone for a year and a half or whatever it was. Um, so, yeah, this is going to be awesome. Looking, we've got a lot of stories, believe it or not. And I'm looking forward to that. I really hope you guys take the time, you know, to, to make your set list, uh, you know, maybe 10, 11 songs, whatever you, you're looking at in, in terms of time. And you, and you take the time to, you know, talk, you and Mitch uh, especially, uh, about these songs that you've had for so long and what they mean to you and where they come from and, you know, maybe describe some more of the emotions and the process of how you came up with this beautiful music that you guys make. Yeah, um, you know, that's that's our favorite thing to talk about. So I, th- I think it'll go well. 
Well, Phil, it's been great talking to you. We got a uh, head here, but uh, we'll see you on Thursday, December 16th at the main and event space on Main Street in downtown La Crosse. Our uh, 95.7 The Rock holiday soiree with Wayland and Cheech. All right. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Mr. Phil, our good friend from Wayland. Tickets for that show online, radiostuffstore.com. Don't miss out. Only a certain amount of tickets available, so when they're gone, that's it. Not awesome, not great. The best is yet to come. But better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. It's happening. It's happening, Gene. It's happening. What's happening? Well, we've been talking about Harry Potter this week. Yeah, yeah. Because several of the Harry Potter movies in the franchise got released during the month of November over the last 20-so years, and uh, they're having a reunion. It's (laughs) official. There's been rumors and hints and allegations. What is it? Hints and allegations? Is that hint? It's hints and allegations is the name of the album, right? Collective Soul? I think so. And Things Better Left Unsaid? Is yeah, that, that mm-hmm. Hints, allegations, and things better? I think that's the name of it. You can Google that for me. Just make sure. I can't, I can't go on until I make sure I'm 100% <laughs> here. But uh, the Harry Potter reunion special is indeed happening, Shaw. What does that entail? Uh, it'll be streaming on HBO Max starting on New Year's Day, January 1st. So the entire cast? And there's well, a... Uh, other than the dead guy? <laughs> uh, there's already a teaser for it, Shaw. Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. Emma Watson, Rupert Grint, the big ones. Going to be joined by a ton of other stars from the movie, including uh, Tom Felton, who played Draco. Ralph Fiennes, who played Lord uh, Voldemort, of course. Robbie Coltrane, who played Hagrid. Gary Oldman, who was Sirius mm. Black. Helena Bonham Carter, who played Bellatrix Lestrange. And uh, all the others. Jason Isaacs, who was Lucius Malfoy. Bonnie Wright. James and Oliver Phelps, who were the twins, the Weasley twins. Mark Williams, Matthew Lewis, blah, 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 blah. The list goes on and on. So a huge reunion special on HBO Max streaming January 1st. However, one person that uh, has not been mentioned as a special guest, Shaw, is the creator of Harry Potter, uh-huh. J.K. Rowling. Now you might remember she got in mm-hmm. a little bit of internet trouble recently for some comments she made about, I think, transgender yeah, yeah. people. I think you're right. Uh, sources, apparently close to the project, say that she'll be featured in archival footage, but will not make a new appearance in this special. Hmm. So a, uh, what are they going to do? Just sit around and talk about how much fun it was to make the movies? Or Well, yeah. What the hell else do you talk about? All right. Hints and allegations and things better left unsead, right? Yeah, it was recorded God, in damn, the basement. I, I, was, I was right. Oh, man, I'm so good at this. Was recorded in a basement in 1992, by the way, as a promotional demo. They hoped to simply sell those songs to a publishing company rather than ever form a band. And the demo was given to a college radio station in Atlanta, and then Shine happened. The track quickly became the most requested song, and the band was asked to perform concerts based on that s- song. And, and so they went in and recorded it and got signed to Atlantic Records mm-hmm. and re-recorded the album, and it was released. And by the way, Shine, Wasting Time, Love Me Lifted, Good Night, Good Guy, Sister Don't Cry, In a Moment, and more. I love Collective Soul. I do, too. played at Rockfest a couple years ago. Pretty Donna, Breathe, Burning Bridges, In a Moment, also on that album. Give me uh, December. I love love that album, man. Where the River Flows. Uh Uh-huh. Let's put on a show. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. But let's be honest. Shaw's the real star of the show. Stick it up the butt. You're right. doing Alice's Restaurant. This is my jam on Thanksgiving Day. Well, there's a reason why I, we're, uh, we're talking okay. about Thanksgiving. I, this is my jam on Thanksgiving, Shaw. Always tradition. 20 Rapid minutes Rapid fire questions. 
instant answers is what I want, Shaw. I don't want thoughts. I don't want pauses. I don't want ums and ahs and I don't knows. Shaw, here we go. a lot of pressure. Favorite side dish? Stuffing. 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 There you go. You want to know what's not the most popular side dish according to Google Trends data? Brussels sprouts. Stuffing. What? This is a head scratcher, Shaw, this morning when I saw this. So as much as it's loved, it's hated? It's not that it's hated. It's just not number one. I must be the worst Irish person in the world, Shaw. Because as much as I love tots and curly fries and hash browns. Oh, mashed potatoes. I hate mashed potatoes. You hate them? I love mashed potatoes. I love mashed potatoes, but I have them often. You get some cloves, some garlic cloves, full cloves, Shaw. And you saute them, and then you roast them, Mm -hmm. and then you put those in with the mashed potatoes. You get a nice roasted. Oh. And you throw some butter in. Oh. I love mashed potatoes and gravy, but, but Shaw, don't you make those? mashed potatoes, I can't. Mm, I'm just well, that's what mm. the gravy and the butter's for. Mm. Or just butter and salt and pepper. You and know. just eat the butter and salt and pepper. That's the part you want. No, oh, I like the mashed potatoes. Just pour the gravy right Mm-mm. down your gullet. I just don't. I don't get plain-ass mashed potatoes. I just don't. It doesn't do with anything for me. Give me scallop. You know how many things you can do with potatoes, and then you're going to just mash mm, them up yeah. and put them in a bowl? Yeah. Here you go, you fat piece of turd. Eat mm. some eat some it's, mashed it's taters. No. It's soothing. It's, it's comforting. Oh, yeah. oh. It's velvety. No. Mm-hmm. no. Stuffing. But uh, mashed potatoes, by the way, number one in nine states, Sean. I get. I see that. Including Illinois. Illinois, they uh, love them some mashed potatoes. Somebody pull, uh, poured over some Google Trends data. Okay. Uh, to put together a breakdown of the most popular Thanksgiving side dishes. You can see this uh, study, this information, by the way, on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. I am. O- I have always been a stuffing guy. I almost lost it when I moved here, Shaw. I think you have heard this story before. Gene almost ruined stuffing for me. Uh-huh. I did something different that one year. It was good. You just couldn't wrap your head good. around change. It was awful. It wasn't awful. I don't even know. I have no, no artichoke hearts and sausage. I have no idea about the rest of the dinner. I don't remember anything. There's two things I remember about that dinner. I had just moved here in 03. I knew like three people, and Jean was kind enough to invite this strange kid over to her house. Mm-hmm. Only had one child at the time. And the two things I remember about that dinner, Henry in his high chair with no shirt on, just flinging food around <laughs> like it was going out of style. <laughs> Because I had never really eaten with a baby before, Shaw. You know what I mean? I've been around a baby uh, really a lot in my life. But uh, And then this awful stuffing that almost ruined Thanksgiving for me. She put artichokes in it. Stuffing is wet bread with some celery, onions, and carrots. Some and butter. then some spicing and butter. And, uh, Tried that's something it. different, Chicken Shaw. broth. Chicken broth, yeah. That uh, obviously adds to the spices. But it was awful. It almost ruined Thanksgiving. Everything else, I have no idea if we even ate, ate turkey, Shaw. I yeah, I prefer a traditional stuffing myself. But there's lots of variations. Uh, baked potatoes, by the way, number one in three states. Six, what? Yeah. For Thanksgiving? Who's eating baked potatoes? At the, by the way, Wisconsin baked potato. No. According to Google Trends data. And where's your yeah. buzzer? I, I don't get it. I don't know. I don't think I've ever been to a Thanksgiving where they have baked potatoes. I haven't either. I have never been to one. Here, why don't you unwrap this foil and eat some baked potatoes? I'm not judging. If you want to go that route, it just isn't something I've ever it's done. traditional. Where's Thanks, green bean casserole on Thanksgiving's that list? the time to do it upright, man, to really celebrate, enjoy the food, not just baked potatoes. Sorry, there's some dirt on it. I didn't wash it off properly. Give me a break. Uh, by the way, six more variations on potato dishes are very popular, including hash brown casserole, which I've never heard of. Yeah, yeah, it's probably funeral potatoes. Yeah, is, we call it party potatoes. Is that the cheesy potatoes? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's got yeah, cornflakes on top. And yes. so people call Okay, so people call that hash brown casserole, apparently. Well, not from here, but yes. Sweet potato casserole, and then this one. 
This this almost offended me to the point where I didn't want to read any more of this list. Cat, uh, cauliflower mashed potatoes. So they're they're putting the cauliflower in with the potatoes. Uh, you can mash cauliflower like a potato, so it would be essentially mashed cauliflower. God, these cauliflower people need to go. By the way, number one side dish in Delaware, cauliflower mashed potatoes. Can we sell Delaware to France? Can we get rid of them, Shaw? Can we give them to the Russians or something like that? What the hell? Yeah, you know what I'm hankering for on the side this year is some cauliflowered mashed potatoes. Give me a friggin' break. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. Rolls, by the way, number one in four states. And that's just regular-ass rolls. That's bread, not crescent rolls. Bread is number one. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm really looking forward to <laughs> is some, some bread. bread. What, they survey prisoners but, or what? To be honest, to be honest, I though, know they're good, but that... Stuffing is essentially just bread right, in yeah, some sort of different, different form. Though. Oh, it's I get it, but green beans, collard greens, uh, yeah, top the go. list in three states. And stuffing number one in three states, which uh, seems really low. Uh, some other sides on this list include... Charcuterie trays, which was number one in Minnesota. Are they talking like a relish tray? Yes. Sausage, I, cheese, that kind of Because when I think charcuterie, Shaw, I think, you know, cheese and meats. Yeah, me too. Yes, yeah, 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 but yeah. a relish tray is pickles and olives. We usually do a relish tray at Thanksgiving. And I wouldn't even consider that a side. That's an appetizer. Agreed. That's what's out on the table when you get there while they're finishing things up, Agreed. right? Agreed. Uh, mac and cheese also. I love that. I, I have come around on the mac and cheese since my wife's cousin. Introduced me to her wonderful crockpot uh, recipe. Uh, creamed corn, cornbread, stuffed mushrooms. Oh, that's an appetizer, isn't it? Somebody put salad on here. Side salad. You know what state had side salad as their number one side at Thanksgiving? Arizona. Nope. Go ahead. Take a guess. Mississippi. Nope. Is it weird? Should it not be? It's. It has no... I, I don't understand the correlation here because it's the potato state. Oh. Idaho? Yeah. Idaho. They like side they like maybe, salad. They, maybe they've had I'm enough. They're tired of potatoes. Right? Maybe they've had enough. Uh, gravy, glazed carrots uh, were number one in uh, Rhode Island. By the way, the rest of the uh, the Midwest here, Shaw. I- Iowa was green beans, Illinois mashed potatoes, charcuterie tray, and Minnesota, Wisconsin, the baked potato. Those are our, uh, apparently our number one side. I don't know who they surveyed to get those answers. They didn't survey anybody. These are Google trends. These no. are things people are Googling, and, you know, obviously there's a ton of information there, but uh, yeah. I uh, I saw one that uh, kind of blew my mind, too. <laughs> Arkansas, white gravy. <laughs> not brown gravy, not turkey gravy, right? but white gravy, which I think is only in a can or a jar. Or do you make that? You can make, you, you can make a white gravy. Yeah. Okay, all right. I, I don't know why you would, but. Yeah. That's their number one is the gravy. Well, in Arkansas. I, again, I don't consider that a side. That's just what you put on top of the sides. But uh, you can read more about this uh, Google Trends data on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com if you like. Uh, stuffing. Oh, here we go. Here we go. No, that's all right. Stupid Cody. Cody, you can take your cauliflower potatoes and shove them right up your rear end. He says they're amazing. That's great. Good for you. You eat them all. I don't want nothing to do with friggin' cauliflower in my mashed potatoes. In fact, I don't want anything to do with mashed potatoes. You're on an island there, You're so judgy. He says baked potatoes are too much work. They're not work. You just rinse them in and you throw them in the oven in some tinfoil, poke some holes in them. They're like the easiest thing to make. All you got to do is wait. Right, Shaw? Well, it's a long wait, though. (laughs) Yeah, it takes a long time, but too much work. Yet he's making cauliflower mashed potatoes over here. (laughs) Ugh. 
cauliflower, man. Make me sick. Gross. Thought we lived in America here. I don't know what the hell country this guy's from. Is that some sort of Norwegian thing that I'm unaware of, Shaw? That I'm 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 disparaging their their culture. No, I think it's gaining in popularity. There's a lot of people who uh, make mashed cauliflower. I make their pizza crust out of cauliflower. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about work? That sounds like a lot of work. Oh, well, thanks. Happy Thanksgiving, Shaw. Thanks. It's coming, Shaw. It's a week from tomorrow. I know. You ready? You thawing the bird out yet? Haven't yet, but I'm going to soon. Better, this weekend, buddy. You oh, better get sure. out of there. For you sure. Gotta get that thing. You got a big ass bird. We do. 16 pounder, Shaw. I know. I, I'll, I should bring in leftovers. Yeah, you should. Because we're going to have a bunch of them. I'll eat some of those. All right. Fair enough. How are you going to cook it? What are you doing? You brining the thing? What are you doing? No, just uh, baste it. Butter and seasoning. Yeah, that smoked turkey from City Meats, you could register to win that, Shaw. Mm, that sounds good. That's just nothing special, huh? No spices, no butter. Yeah, there's the spices, skin. there's what butter. You... My wife is in charge of making oh, okay. the so i got to talk to her. Yeah. i got I to get her in the loop here. I get it. All right. All right, Shaw. Well, uh, you're killing me, Shaw. It's coming up next time we talk to you. This three-way here on the Morning Sickness was brought to us by Al's Auto Body on a Workforce Wednesday. Cody, don't message me ever again. I don't want to hear from you. You and your disgusting cauliflower mashed potatoes. You make me sick to my stomach. You don't hear Adam Sandler singing about cauliflower mashed potatoes in the Thanksgiving song, do you? No, you don't. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, really. One of them can have an entire conversation made up of movie quotes. I paid the fool. The other two usually have no clue what the f*** he just said. You like movies about gladiators? You love to party. I'll be back. Wednesday mornings at 8.15. Win Brian's morning show money. They're always after me, lucky charms. By playing You're Killing Me Shaws. You're killing me, Smalls. I want you to be nice. Until it's time. You're killing me, Shaws. Brought to you by GECU, the friendly credit union. You're killing me, Shaws, each and every Wednesday here on the Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Ten bucks of my morning show money up for grabs. Courtesy of GECU, the friendly credit union, conveniently located in downtown La Crosse. Now, Jean thinks you're going to get it, Shaws. She has faith in you, says you're having a good week. Yeah, it's been a good week so far. That we're uh, close to Thanksgiving, you're feeling it. You got uh-huh. the holiday spirit. I don't know how that translates into knowledge of movie quotes, but let's find out. As always, Gene's opinion does not matter. It's uh, all about color 15. 608 7840957 is the number. Who's this? Ryan. All right, Ryan, are you familiar with how this game is played? I am not. All right, it's called You're Killing Me Shaws. And uh, we play it because our news guy doesn't know movie quotes like I do. So every week on Wednesday, I give him a movie quote, and he tries to guess it, what movie it's from, and you tell me whether or not he's going to know it. Okay. And if you're right, you win my morning show money. This week it's only $10, but if you're wrong, we'll roll that 10 bucks over to next week and make it 20 bucks. So, Ryan, do you think our news guy, Shaw, is going to know the movie quote or not? I think he is. You think he is? All right. Usually that's not a good guess because he doesn't <laughs> know movie quotes very well. <laughs> Maybe you'll be right, Ryan. Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, he really doesn't know much about this game, does he? No, but kudos to him for picking it yeah, up. Yeah, you got a 50-50 shot. Right, and it's only 10 bucks, Shaw. And I honestly, I don't want to give my money to anybody. That uh, I've stated that fact time and time again. But uh, first-time caller, long-time listener, right? Doesn't know the rules of the game. Hey, why not, right? It's the holiday season. F it. Let's just give money away, right? <sighs> I think you're going to know it, Shaw. Oh. I think you are. I think you're going to know it. Are you ready? I may not even have to play it more than once. Really? Mm-hmm. 
Okay. You ready? I'm ready. All right, listen closely. It, excuse me. You, I, I believe you have my stapler. <laughs> oh, jeez. Don't you tell me you don't know that one, Shaw. I certainly heard it, yes. You want to hear it again? I do. Okay. It, excuse me. You, I, I believe you have my stapler. <laughs> Love the glasses. Uh, yeah. Any, any I, idea who that is? I don't know the actor. I can picture his face. He's got that okay. pocket protector and the thick Coke bottle glasses. And There's a lot of lines in this movie. Could have taken any one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is by far one of the most famous lines from this movie. Sure is. And Shaw, that movie is? Uh, Office Space. It is. Milton, played by the actor Stephen Root, who is 70 years young today, oh, Shaw. Okay. It ties it all together. I believe you have my stapler. <laughs> Steven Root, 70 years young. He uh, He's a great actor, by the way. He's been in a whole bunch of stuff. I've probably seen him in a bunch of things, just didn't realize it was him. Jimmy James on News Radio. The voice of Bill on King of the Hill. Obviously from uh, Office Space. He's the uh, blind art gallery owner in the movie Get Out, FYI. Oh, I didn't recognize that. He was, uh, I think he was an FBI agent in the first Crocodile Dundee movie. Huh. I think that might have been his debut uh, in the realm of acting. I Don't quote me on that. I, I'm not, I don't know if I'm 100% on that. But uh, congratulations, Shaw. Ryan has got 10 bucks of my morning show money. He was uh, unfamiliar with the game, and now he's going to know all it about it. It paid off. And it paid off for him, Shaw. Sometimes you get uh, beginner's luck, and that's exactly what happened in this case. 10 bucks of my morning show money for Ryan. We'll uh, reset the clock to $10 next week. That's clock, Shaw, with an L. Yes, thank you. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Ryan, I'll tell you about that one, too, later on, okay? You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. I also got a request on the rock line. (laughs) I got a text from somebody. I don't think this person listens to our station, Shaw. I don't think they know what the hell we do here. Okay. You would, we would classify ourselves as an active rock station, right? That's kind yes. of what we play. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do mix in some some more classical stuff occasionally. Some ACDCs here right. and there. You might occasionally hear a Rush or an Iron Maiden. Well, you will for an Ozzy and all of that. Some Ozzy, some Sabbath, Shaw, but mm-hmm. we don't really do the Doors right. or Zeppelin. That's uh, a not, classic that's rock right. station. That's okay. There's nothing that's wrong right. with them, no, Shaw. Hell no. Huh. What they but, want? Uh, this guy asked me uh, for some traveling Wilburys. I don't even know if I've ever heard. I know who they are, but yeah, I don't know if I've Dylan ever... and Petty and Tom Petty. Petty, right, right, George great super, super group, right? Yeah, Before yeah there yeah, were super groups. Great. There was the traveling Wilburys. But I don't even know. Did they have a song, a hit? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I got my it? mind set on you. Was probably their biggest. But it was George Harrison. Well, I thought it was the Wilburys. No, I think. This was a hit? Mm-hmm. End of the line? Is that what this is? I think so. Well, for the guy who thinks that we play Traveling Wilburys. Yeah, well, you are playing Traveling Wilburys. Here you go, <laughs> This is uh This is a, a this end of the line. Doesn't quite fit in with the rest of the playlist. No, 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 no. And I said to the guy, I texted him back, and I said, no, we don't play the Traveling Wilburys. Sorry, bud. And then he comes back with, how about some damn Yankees? <laughs> no, also a super group. This guy's super group guy. Uh, yeah, he's super. Cause that's, Dude, uh, that's super group guy. That's Nugent and yep. uh, a bunch t- of others, right? Tommy Shaw, maybe? Or- yeah, from uh, Sticks, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He is super group guy. This guy's got a nickname already. I'd be more apt to play. That's Jack Blades the, from Night Ranger. The Ted damn Nugent. Yankees. At least they had a hit. Tommy Shaw. High enough. Man, remember this piece of crap? Oh, I don't. I, you don't remember High Enough? 
Doesn't sound familiar. Can you take me high? You don't remember this song? Mm-mm. Oh, Not my so God. Far. I don't want to live without... You don't remember this? Oh, I do now. Anymore. It's a shame I've got to... They didn't let Ted in front because they knew it was a bad idea. Wango <laughs> Dango! You know, it's like... <laughs> Like, hey, Ted, just uh, lay mm-hmm. back in the cut. Let right. us do this singing here. Crazy. No? You remember this? No, I do. I remember oh, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This guy got both his requests. <laughs> <laughs> He's the genius, actually, isn't he? How he went about I did, it? I did ask him, though. I said, do you even listen to our station, dude? Because it doesn't seem like he does. Temple of the Dog. If he says that next, I'm going to die. When it will be Although at least we play that. There's a big breakdown. Dun, 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 dun. Say you're gonna stay forever. The Foo Fighters are considered a super group, by the way. Here it is. Yeah. All right, that's enough of that. I've had enough of that. There you go, bud. I don't know who you are. I don't know. What you think we do here, but uh, we definitely don't play the Traveling Wilburys. And maybe on an 80s or 90s weekend, we'll play some damn Yankees or something. But uh, that guy got both his requests. Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Many people will tell you that this is the worst part of the holidays. Mariah Carey, this song, hearing it everywhere, Shaw. You I can't might escape be, it. The I've fact become that it, numb, I think, to it. It doesn't, I don't, I'm okay. I played a Christmas song on Friday last week at John's on the jukebox. Uh-huh. And Puck goes, Puck, it was so funny. We were there with some friends and whatever, having a drink before we went over to the Red Jumpsuit Apparatus yeah. show. And, uh, you know, looked on the juke, on the, uh, on the app, the TouchTunes yeah. app. I saw my window and I, uh, I I went right through a jaw with some Wham last Christmas, which is one of yeah. my favorite Christmas jams. And, and Puck came in with Elsa and he's like, who the hell is playing freaking Christmas music? And I just smiled. He's like, really? I was like, yeah, dude. Sorry, man. I like feeling the spirit of the holidays. Huh? Not really. I just I, I kind of like to be a dick. Uh, so there is that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, occasionally sprinkle one in. But uh, the worst part of the holiday season According to many people, is Mariah Carey and her uh, All I Want for Christmas, the inescapability of it, Shaw. Right. What would you say is your least favorite part, the worst part of the holiday season, Shaw, for you? Uh, I don't know. I kind of like the holidays, you know, getting together with family. Captain Scrooge over there? Well, I'm not asking you what you like. I'm asking you what you hate. What's the worst part of the holiday season? Like the least. Shopping and lines. Okay, lines and shopping. Gene? Yeah, probably that. Trying to find the items that are on the wish lists. And I don't even know if I hate that, though. A new survey says the worst part of the holiday season is gift wrapping. I don't. Yeah, I'm not a big. I'm terrible. My look really bad. I enjoy bad. it, Shaw, because I, I, I. You plaster it with tape, don't you? Oh, yes. I love it. I, I know you're that guy. Oh, I'm totally that guy. <laughs> Again, I just said I like to be a dick. Uh, so. I relish in the opportunity to make the package somewhat unopenable. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like to give you any corners or edges or any place where you can stick your finger and rip that paper open. No, I like to make it almost impossible because F you. (laughs) 
<laughs> Merry Christmas. Have a merry friggin' Christmas, Shaw. <laughs> so I don't necessarily enjoy rapping, but I do take some pleasure out of knowing that it's going to be difficult for the person to finally mm-hmm. get the gift inside okay. the box. Uh, that delights me, Shaw, to no end. Uh, 52% of people, according to this survey, say that gift wrapping is the worst part of the entire holiday season. That might be true. 51% of people say they hate it so much they'd rather pay a professional to wrap their gifts. I think the mall offers that. Yeah, some right? stores will do that. Yeah. Some stores will do that for you for an extra charge. We used to do, what was it, Hooter Girls? This was like a 30 years ago <laughs> when we had when we had girls that we could rely on when to do things. they would wrap shop, things for us. They would wrap yeah. things for us. Uh, 50% of people say they'll go out of their way to avoid buying gifts that'll be difficult to wrap. <laughs> like a bicycle, a gym uh, gym equipment, sports equipment, guitars, candles apparently are difficult to wrap. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe because of the wax. They're round. Uh, they're round. Cylinders. I don't know. Just put it in a bag. I don't need it. Yeah. Uh-huh. And a bike. You, they sell bags to put those things in now. Do they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can get them right there by the checkout. Uh, 59% of people say they can tell what something is and who it's from based on how it's been wrapped. Oh, yeah. Mine is bad. A.K.A. the guy who puts too much tape on. <laughs> oh, this must be from Brian. There's so much tape on this damn thing. But uh, the worst part of holiday season, Shaw, is not Mariah Carey, according to the survey. It's wrapping those gifts. Mariah makes the list, though. What's that? Mariah makes the list. Oh, yeah. That- Rigging up the lights. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, that's, uh, it's it's part of the song, Shaw. Twelve Pains of Christmas. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the 12 pains, sort of related shot, the number 12, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Uh, we're going to be doing the 12 beers of Christmas. Oh, tell me more. You're supposed to, come on, man. It's like Greece. Tell me more. <laughs> uh, so here's the deal. I don't know exactly when it starts. Gene will probably tell you all this crap. She knows the, the bare, bare December bones. December 3rd, Shaw. There you go. Uh, December 3rd, we're going to give you a chance to win. 12 packs of your favorite beer, and maybe beer you never even tried before. Dude, these are, these, this. The list? The list is oh, tight. Are we doing the list? We can. I don't even know if I can say everything on here are correctly. We, do, we can't do the list? I can. Uh, Eagle Park set list. Great Lakes Christmas Ale. Shaw, these are all inside of this Christmas 12 nice. pack. Carbon 4 Hawk Jones Session IPA. It's a Madison beer, Carbon oh, 4. Yeah, I've been there before, been to that brewery, love it. Uh, Point Snow Pilot. Carbon 4 is like right off the highway, Shaw. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, hey, look, a brewery. <laughs> Let's get off. Sand Creek right there in Black River Falls. Sand yep. Creek Woody's Easy Ale. Yep. Summit Winter Ale. Raised Grain Boxcar English Ale. Ooh, that sounds good. Deschutes and their Jubilee. I think it's supposed to be like Jubilee, Jubilee. Okay. Title Town 400 Honey. Uh, that, of course, uh, in Green Bay. Been yep. there, too, uh, right before a, a Packer game. Lake Louie Warped Speed, Sierra Nevada Celebration Ale, and Toppling Goliath TG down in Iowa, Pseudo Sioux. So you're going to get a 12-pack of that bad boy. All uh, of those different beers, Shaw. So you have a, a really nice assortment. good uh, dude, assortment. For everybody. It's for- not just one or two winners, dude. We're talking a winner every day from the 6th of December until the 21st, 12 days, Shaw, of the morning sickness given 12 people, 12 packs. And these are really cool 12 packs, too. You keep that in your fridge, Shaw, you've got, you've got them for the holidays. People, and, uh, 11 people getting 12 packs. Or you're packs. giving it, and it's like, whoa, dude, you can't get this. 11 people. <laughs> no, 12. There's 11. 12 days of Christmas. I think one's spoken for, it sounds like. Who's the rep on this? 12. <laughs> you just never mind. I'm, I, I'll send it all We staff. are getting one for sampling. I don't like the we aspect. Yeah, I know you don't, but too bad. 12 days of Christmas. What do you mean we? With lacrosse beverage, by all the right, way. Well, we, no offense to the, I'm sure some of these are great. You know me, I don't do IPA shots, so you can have all those. That's not my gym. Uh, I'll take the, uh, I'm, I'm calling dibs on the Christmas sale from Great Lakes. I'm calling dibs on the English ale from Ray's Grain. 
I'm calling uh, dibs on the... Uh, Look at him call dibs like that. Shaw. I'm calling dibs on the uh, Sierra Nevada Celebration Ale. I'm mm-hmm. calling dibs on the Summit Winter Ale. Should mm-hmm. I already get that one? The Snow Pilot. Uh, that sounds like it's probably a Porter or Stout. Shaw, I'm taking that one. <laughs> I think you got about uh, all of it now. You bums can have the rest. <laughs> nice. Not awesome. Not great. The best is yet to come. But better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. It's Friday. The weekend's here, and you're looking for something to do. Check out three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Three, of course, is one more than two. See more on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com or on the free 957therock app. It's the weekend. It is the weekend, Scott Robert Shaw. Yeah. It's here. And I've got a rake slash mow again because <laughs> all the wind this week blew everybody else's leaves onto my lawn. I thought I was done last yeah, weekend, but uh, that happened to me too. But you know what? I'm I'm giving, still I'm giving up. up eventually. I'm giving them up. My neighbor has yet to rake or mow my or either. do anything about his leaves, and uh, it's rather annoying. Um, since everybody else in the neighborhood is taking care of their lawns, but this guy just doesn't do it for whatever reason. And uh, many of his leaves have ended up on my lawn, so that's uh, on the agenda. Also planning on seeing Ghostbusters Afterlife sometime this weekend at the theater. Shaw, very excited about that. I know you are. And I might even see a man about a new Harley. Never know. But uh, if you're looking for something to do this weekend, here's three things to do in and around lacrosse. Starting with tonight. Live music at Leo and Leona's. Tommy Prine, the son of John Prine, in town with special guest Stacey Hansen and our buddy Andrew Hughes. Online tickets are already sold out. But I do believe a few tickets will be limited, uh, obviously, at the door for 25 bucks a piece. Doors are at 530 tonight. Music starts at 7. You can find out more information at AroundRiverCity.com. But uh, live music at Leo and Leona's tonight. Tommy Prine, son of the uh, musical legend John Prine, who just passed away. And our Ken Cooper had a chance to uh, chat with him and uh, put that up as a podcast. Yeah, Sweet. I saw that. Podcast uh, on AroundRiverCity.com. Mm-hmm. Also, more info about this event. Uh, tomorrow, it's supposed to be almost 50 degrees, Shaw, so... Uh, get outside, enjoy it. Maybe you're taking part in the uh, turkey trot, which mm-hmm. is tomorrow. That's tomorrow morning. Uh, but if you want to stay inside and you want to get in the holiday spirit, the Lacrosse Holiday Fair is at the Lacrosse Center all this weekend. Mm. Uh, started yesterday, goes through Sunday. On Saturday, the hours are 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Sunday, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. It's only two bucks for adults. Kids under 12 are free. And if you're looking to bring the kids down to meet Santa and Rudolph, they're going to be at the fair mm. on Saturday from 10 a.m. till new, uh, 1230 and also from 130 to 430. And then from 11 a.m. till 1230 on Sunday, the Lacrosse Holiday Fair at the Lacrosse Center. Have you seen the lights, by the way, on the Lacrosse Center now? Yeah, the green, green and, and red. red. Isn't that cool? Yeah, pretty. And they move, too. It's pretty neat. Uh, now that they've redone the center, Shaw, they've got some cool uh, uplighting uh, on the outside of the, of the center. Saturday nights, drinks and food at the Arterial Bar and Grill. Our buddy Jake uh, McLeese, who is the bass player for Tug, is the uh, head chef over there. And he's been doing some yes. amazing things at the Arterial. Yes. I don't know if you've seen some of the food they've been putting on there. Facebook page, Shaw, but uh, he's been doing some amazing stuff. Cool. We just stayed there uh, a couple weeks ago, and uh, they're having a tap takeover from a brewery out of New York called Other Half Brewing, uh, so they'll have a bunch of their beers to sample, and they're bringing back three new sliders from Chef Jake. It starts at 6 o'clock, and that's at the Arterial Bar and Grill tomorrow night. Then on Sunday, Packer Viking game. Everybody's mm-hmm. having a party, Shaw. Plenty of different places to go and enjoy the game and have some food and beverages, but I recommend that if you're looking for some of that legendary South Lanes pizza, which has uh, been reopened in That's the right. village, 
you can go to Charlie's Inn. They're getting some uh, South Plains pizza delivered. <laughs> They're also going to have uh, some food and drink specials during the game. They okay. got 13 TVs all around the bar there at Charlie's Inn. And that's just three uh, or four things that you can do this weekend, Shaw, uh, in and around lacrosse. And if you want to find more events, you can go to aroundrivercity.com. And if you want to list your event to be featured on the website, you can once again do it for free at aroundrivercity.com. Three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Plenty of stuff happening, man. Plenty of stuff. Missed it. Download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app.